What's up, former party people? This is Jerry, you know, the one who actually combs his hair on the A is for Alcoholic podcast. Now, if you're finding value in listening to the AIFA podcast every week and you want to support sharing it with others, we invite you to become a sustaining monthly or per show contributor. Go to patreon.com backslash AIFA. It's super easy and it only takes a quick moment. It's about as easy as buying one of those pre-cooked space chickens from the grocery store, taking it outside, giving it a big old kiss, and kicking it into traffic. (laughs) Why would you do that? Anyway, you do you, and I'll do me. Again, go to patreon.com backslash AIFA. And with that, people, let's start the show. A is for Alcoholic is a program about recovery. My name is John, and I'm an alcoholic. And my name is Jerry, and I'm an alcoholic. Join us as we go through the alphabet of alcoholism one letter at a time. I like that you leaned into the mic to count it down. So, so can, when can we, you hear me out there? Can you hear me? So a little behind the scenes, uh, A is for Alcoholic podcast, welcome. Boom. We do our little countdown so I can sync up our audio. Obviously, those of you who know, uh, know that we don't record in the same room. Um, which right. I guess you can also hear by the echo on Jerry's voice currently and the uh, the no echo in my voice. But um, what I sometimes like to do is I will I will kind of try to listen and then memorize our like our countdown right. so that I can feel it when I plug it back <laughs> in. And I know that's uh-huh. probably too much, but nah. sometimes we speed up and slow down, and so we it's do. like. So I'm really, you know, actually in that moment, Jerry, I'm trying to be as present as I possibly can with you. We're so psychically we're... connecting over the um, <clears throat> over the airwaves. They're not even airwaves. It's like digital it's farts just through a wire. Digital farts through a wire. Uh, yep. What's that song? Ah. Like clams in a shell? Like I, cl- I don't know. Digital it's... farts in a wire like clams in a shell? No, it's like like catching something in a shell. It's like a squeeze, that band Squeeze. Uh huh. Like something, something in a shell. No, no. I know, I know. Tempted, tempted okay. by the fruit of mm. another. That's what it's like. We're getting tempted in our countdown <laughs> by each other's fruit. By <laughs> boozing it up. That's what's been in my head all morning. I've been walking around the house going boozing it up, boozing it up. <laughs> so boozing my wife, it up. I know we got to start the pod, but my wife was drinking. She had like a vodka drink right after a long day of packing. She made herself like some. Mm-hmm. Um, some clear American club soda has flavor, strawberry flavor. Mix that with some vodka and put a bunch of frozen blueberries in it. Because I'm trying to get through all my frozen fruit because we leave in five days. Mm-hmm. And so I got to, you know, I'm packing all my shit. And uh, so she put a bunch of frozen blueberries in it. And she's like sitting on the couch. She has her vodka drink or whatever. And then she's like eating the blueberries out of it. And the dog is between us. And not uh-huh. even thinking, she just feeds the dog a blueberry because he like <laughs> loves frozen blueberries. And I'm like, yo, did you just feed the dog a vodka blueberry? And she's like, <laughs> oh, shit. And I did. I had this weird moment where I was like, man, vodka blueberry, that wouldn't be bad. And then my brain, I was like, shut up, dude. What do you mean that wouldn't be bad? And I had to like go down the list. Not that I was going to be like, yo, Megan, hit me up with a vodka blueberry. Let's see what happens. But there was like that temptation in there first. It wasn't temptation is the wrong word. It was musing like mm-hmm. my mind mused over it again and i was like dang dude i need to hit life should probably hit a zoom meeting or read some more fucking aa memes on instagram <laughs> you, or something you literally were tempted by the fruit of another i was tempted by the fruit right that's my segue but i was thinking of the boozing it up song because of the bgs you know talking it up um boozing it up but i don't know it's that time of year everybody mm-hmm. i uh 
I often would sing how deep how deep is your love but I would yeah. sing I would sing how deep is your butt how deep is <laughs> not to anyone in particular but it was just kind of like your mantra right and you're uh-huh. like well how deep is it let's bring physics into this and science right. I mean if I you know getting in on the health kick high colonics might be the next thing Jerry oh my god dude I've in been listening 50s. to that conspirituality podcast and I've listened to a few of them now, and sometimes I have to turn it off because they get a little too egghead on me. Like uh-huh. they get a little too smart. They're funny and they laugh, but then they get really deep into it. And I'm just seeing it everywhere now. You're talking about that high colonic shit, and then I'm just—I have a friend on Instagram who just shared some conspirituality bro shit, some JP Spears. Don't be afraid and your vibrations and fear and all this stuff. And I was like, that's gross. And I wanted to write him and be like, don't do that, dude. And you're like, that's not, you're just, these dudes are all grifters. <clears throat> but what, I'm going to change his mind? No. He's going to no. be like, Wagner, mind your own business. Post your weird naked Mario Brothers pictures. I've seen that one before. I love that one. That's that's some yeah. old school shit, right? That's not. Yo, if I mean, you follow me on my Instagram, get to my stories. Well, well, the December, whatever today is. Mm-hmm. December gotta- 12th. That's why I like the ones that I really like. I put in the highlights so that I can go back. Oh yeah, like if they make me laugh. My Mario in a G string in my highlights. (laughs) My mom always writes me. She's like, "What are you doing, man?" Yeah, my mom's not on Instagram. I try to get. I try to get my mom on Instagram, and she's like, "I don't know." I was like, "Because I'm like, I'm just kind of done with Facebook, and everything is just filtered there." Yeah, Mm -hmm. and and she says, "Well, I guess if David Attenborough can do it." Right, yeah, dude. I'm even almost. I I only I only am stuck with Instagram because of work. That's it. And I've said that in this podcast a billion times. But I can already see like the Facebook bleeding into Instagram, where mm-hmm. you know I'll follow some um, pretty political people, you know, that are obviously in my bubble. You know, I'm not going to follow fucking Ben Shapiro, but even the people in my bubble get on my nerves sometimes. I'm like, yo, y'all need to relax, dude. Yeah, so yeah, it starts I think me up. so. This conspirituality podcast, which I find really fascinating, and these guys, it's like you said, they're extraordinarily mm-hmm. eggheady, like mm-hmm. super smart, um, and they really break down a lot of what the shit that's going on, and yes. you know how mm-hmm. the wellness community has been co-opted by people who are trying to sell a shit, and and also mm-hmm. by all the conspiritual cons- conspiracy conspiritual people the uh, conspiracy theories coin that term you know and you know when you talk about like vibrations and stuff like that i i'm i'm really don't understand why it needs to be and again this is i think why is that it's a fucking grift like Mm -hmm. it doesn't need to be one or the other there's no reason why i can't understand that i am energy and that when i move or think or exist at a higher level a higher power whatever mm-hmm. that life yeah. isn't better but it doesn't mean that i'm not going to get a vaccine because vaccines work and the world as we know it today is here because of vaccines and all of well, the yeah. people who who denounce them are here because of vaccines and are healthy and fucking i don't Go look at pictures of kids in, in iron lungs, you know, and... Well, you know, yeah, dude, and there's I, no way that science and spirituality can't coexist and overlap. Mm-hmm. I don't see why they can't. No, I don't think so either. And so, so and I, I, I don't know if that's going to turn anybody off. And I guess, you right. know, ultimately... Our whole podcast today is about vaccines. Let's do it. <laughs> and so, like, I'm not... I don't care what... I mean, I really don't care what other people do. 
and um, I am only, I can only speak for myself, right? And my experience as an alcoholic, fucking dealing with shit and trying to understand the the post-truth reality and the misinformation mm-hmm. and blah, blah, right. blah, and how the social mm-hmm. media experiment has, has gone off the rails, and we've only been doing this for like 12, 15 years, and we don't fucking know yeah. what's going to happen. Nope. So um, all of that to to say that um, I think that everybody needs to be safe and be well and, and – yeah. Um, mm-hmm. If if anything, Please. I think my my training my training like I'm a fucking Jedi, my training as an alcoholic sober Jedi <laughs> has taught me um, not only to to question my own motives and my own ways of thinking because they've gotten me in so much trouble, right? Mm-hmm. And my own yeah like, yeah the confirmation bias that alcohol is good for me, right? And the confirmation bias that you know I'll be fine if I just can get another drink. And mm-hmm. all those things are like, hey, that's not that doesn't that's not right, man. You know, and this the the notion that that uh, one of the notions is that I have to trust, right? So, so if I trust, and that was the only way that I got sober and stayed sober was when when I talked to my sponsor and was like, um, he's like, you're gonna have to trust me, John, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to. I remember you texted me and you were like, dude, this guy wants me to write down all my fucking transgressions mm-hmm. as a four step. And then he wants me to read it to him, but I'm not comfortable reading it to him. And he says, if I don't read it to him, he won't sponsor me. Is that weird? And I'm like, <laughs> it is not really weird, but it's definitely part of the thing. Like you had a lot of mistrust. So did I. I had a ton. Huge. Huge. And so, and so the, the, the notion that I've come to to find is that if I'm going to trust my higher power, um, then I have to trust that that the things that are happening in the universe and in the world, that my life is not this like epic battle against the evil. No. <laughs> you know it's what I mean? Not, it's dude. not, dude. We're all the NPCs and people need to realize that, dude. So Everybody, there's no main character. We're all just NPCs. You yeah. Know? You play Skyrim? You've been to the cloud district? You look like you have been to the cloud district. That's like me. My so, Skyrim heads will get that. That's a deep cut. That's not even that deep. I don't cut. I played anyway. Skyrim once. Love Skyrim. Or twice. I, I think I downloaded it and then One I wanted to play something else and I took it off the, mm-hmm. the PlayStation. It, it's got me thinking though, right? All of this stuff is that I think a lot of our problem thought and not just as alcoholics, but humans in general, is that we tend to think in binaries, mm-hmm. right? It either is or isn't. And I can only really think of one real binary that doesn't count as a binary. Do you know what I mean? And that one is drinking and not drinking. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the only one in my life. Because even then, is it sober or not sober? Because you can go into the whole fucking gradation of that. Like, what is sober, right? Even dead and alive aren't really necessarily binaries because you can float in a middle space and be brain dead but body alive or body alive. You know what I mean? Or, mm-hmm. you know, heart dead but brain alive, you know? Yeah. There's always dusk. There's always dusk. There will always be a transition in the middle time. <clears throat> the phrase, the, the word you're looking for is crepuscular, Jerry. <clears throat> crepuscular, right? But there is... <laughs> Thanks a lot, D.H. Lawrence. You got it. <laughs> um, so so the letter today, and I wanted mm-hmm. to, and not that I, 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 this is, I love this No, I was wondering where we were going to loop around transition. the letter, So Well, mm-hmm. it doesn't, there's no real transition. Um, 
nah, to, to it's, be we're heard of right now. We're in fucking quarantine. We're in lockdown. There's nothing. There's no rules, man. Points don't count. Points. Why <laughs> anyway? And everybody's everybody's winning. Um, everybody's winning. Well, I wanted to originally the idea was to have some sort of Christmas issue, and I wanted to talk about what I wanted it to be was why is for the Yuletide perils right. of Christmas drinking, mm-hmm. you know, and um. And so we're not really doing that many parties, although some people are probably doing no. fucking parties. Um, yeah, don't, but don't. Yeah. And um, but it just as far as you know, being able to say no and being able to say thank you and being able to navigate your way and and the stuff that we have discussed multiple times, but I mm-hmm. think it bears repeating on this time of, this time of year, especially if somebody's just coming across this for the first time. Um, but you you know, I love. When you bring up the idea of it being there's only one binary because we've we've spent I've spent all of my life or most of my life in this sort of muddled, weird, murky, uh, you know, morality of fucking drinking. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like everything was was um, motivated by this, like basically this fucking golem that lived inside of me. Yeah, you know, like ah, Christmas Gollum, the Christmas Gollum. <laughs> <laughs> and I wrote, I and I've I've said this. We've talked about this. I had my epic poem was called the Christmas Laundry, Christmas which was laundry. about me pissing the bed um, mm-hmm. on Christmas Took you Day. Years to finish it. You weren't even trying to write it in iambic pentameter. There nothing. was nothing, nothing complex. You just didn't know how to finish a poem about you peeing your pants or peeing your bed and then washing the sheets in the laundry room on Christmas Day. Ugh. So that was the thing is that it was like Christmas of 2004 and the Christmas Eve and got so drunk. And I I still, you know, do you have times in your life where you kind of just remember the feeling of like a place where you lived or like just yeah. there's like this sort mm-hmm. of, for lack the of a better word, but the smell yeah. of it, the vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, absolutely. But there was this vibe in that apartment on Nickerson. And I know you were there a few times, um, yeah. so you know it. Rough. But I just remember like getting so drunk in that apartment and then waking up and pissing myself and, and I was still drunk. So I'm like doing the laundry and thinking it's funny and I write this poem called Christmas Laundry and I, I found one. I was digging around an old WordPress blog of mine and I found like Christmas Laundry Part 2. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's the electric boogaloo. Yeah, exactly. Not the, not no. the conspiracy group. Yeah. Yeah. Just you're starting a civil war by pissing your bed. Basically. <laughs> so, So it's like what did I I mean obviously I've learned a lot since then but mm-hmm. um I I I don't know where this is going except to say that I wanted to share a few things about Christmas parties which we're not sure. having sure um, no we're not having dealing with family you know I I had a conversation with an old friend last night that I hadn't talked to in a very long time mm-hmm. and she said something to the effect of like Oh well, I'm I'm just a little something about being a little tipsy, and I don't usually drink this much vodka, and I'm just drinking some vodka. And then she stopped herself, and she's like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." And I was like, "For what?" You know, like, <clears throat> and she was just being sensitive to the fact that right. she's like, "I can't believe that you you know you've been sober for five years, and that's so impressive, and blah blah blah." And mm-hmm. and I don't know her life, so I don't know. And I, you know, when 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 somebody says to me, "I'm just drinking vodka," or you know, uh, I don't usually drink this much or sobriety is really impressive. I'm like, I'm kind of searching for, maybe I'm projecting that I'm searching for a nugget of them wanting to be sober too. I don't know, but it was fine. And it brought up the conversation about 
what was okay and what was not. And I said, you're mm-hmm. more than welcome to drink as much as you'd like. I promise you I will let you know when I'm getting off the phone if it's... Right. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, not a, it wasn't a trigger for you. It was not a trigger. And this um, person was concerned that it was a trigger. She was concerned that it was a trigger. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> and then when I, you know, told her that it wasn't and that also she's like, please tell me. And I said, yeah, you know, I've had friends in the past and I've been that person where, you know, I start, they'll start repeating themselves and they'll just go on and on. And I'm like, dude, this person's wasted. Um, mm-hmm. It's time for me to hang yeah. up. And I usually mm-hmm. just say goodbye and I don't really, I don't really go too much into it. And I'm just like, all right, man, have a good night, buddy. I love you. And then hang up. Right. Because they're mm-hmm. not going to remember. No. So, um, I think maybe in this time that maybe on a Zoom call, if you're having a Christmas Zoom call and it's like time to fucking go, because I've only been to one of these parties that was like a Google Hangout, like where there's like nine or ten people all on a Zoom mm-hmm. and they're mm-hmm. like having fun and playing games and they were like, huh. <coughs> well, this was pretty early on in the pandemic. Right. When everybody um, was still thought it would only last four weeks. Right. Exactly. And um, <laughs> you fucking idiots. Oh, God. <laughs> Anyway, it could have. I'm one but, of them. Um, I'm one of them. Yeah, and and so there was like these games, and they were playing these little trivia games, and it was genuinely kind of fun for a little while. And then you know you see people are drinking, and things are getting sloppy, and there's too many people talking. If anyone's ever been in a Zoom meeting and they they don't mm-hmm. have somebody who's regulating the mute button, then it's a fucking mess. So I think it's fine to just go to set those boundaries in sobriety and say, oh, okay. We got to go. Oh, I know. And you, I don't have to say goodbye to every single person. All right, everybody. Goodbye. Click. Mm-hmm. End meeting. Leave meeting. Whatever. That's way easier than being out in the physical world, I think. <laughs> sure. My mom and dad used to always... They, my mom and dad have been sober forever, you know, for decades and decades. And they, they have gone to tons of family functions. And there are members of my family that love to drink because I drank with them. And my parents always say, well... I'm like, how do you even deal with that? Do you feel triggered? And my mom, uh, my dad always says, nah, I don't feel triggered. He's like, we always leave before people start repeating themselves. He's like, you can see it in their eyes. As soon as they start getting glassy, it's time to go home. Besides, there's nothing there for me anyway. You know? Right. And I never, I didn't, I didn't get that. I didn't get that till I got old, till I got sober, actually. But, I, you know, I only do Zoom calls with my family anyway, so nobody's really drinking. My little brother yeah. drinks, but he doesn't get drunk. Like, usually mm-hmm. he's as high as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Which is funny. We just tease him. Like, you high right now? You freaking out? You know, but other than that, you know, everybody is pretty mellow. Like, all my... Uh, dude, it's either AA meetings or my family. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that one Zoom call I had with you in the group where, like, Danny's girlfriend was watching, like, Gilmore Girls way too fucking loud. <laughs> yeah. It's like, either go in another room or something. Like, that, there's definitely this sort of thing that happens, too, where people are not used to, like, they have this sort of spatial unawareness about what's going on. Well, it was on. like Coda when just... we did that. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, Dude, go ahead. He's just so used to fucking Gilmore Girls in his house loud as fuck. He's just like, yeah. It's like Coda, we did the pod, and he was watching, like, Airwolf or something super loud in the background. And I was, yeah. You're like, hey, can you turn that down? He's like, oh shit, sorry, I was watching Airwolf. Or whatever it was. Uh huh. I was Mad yeah. Max, but yeah, Mad Max she might as well have been Airwolf. Um, I can see Coda watching Airwolf, dude, and mm-hmm. being stoked. Yeah. So I, I, so I think that you know, there's, 
there's still some some stuff to be said. We're still there's still people who are spending Christmas with their families and maybe their yes. families drink and maybe they maybe mm-hmm. you're, it's not that you're sober. Maybe you just don't want to fucking drink and maybe you've been drinking all year. Yeah, you know that's another thing. Lockdown, yeah, is that's that's terrifying to me. Is that all of the the you? I've read a couple of these studies and these articles about how much people have been drinking because they're just at yeah, home dude. alone, mm-hmm. and it's it's awful and maybe you just don't want to drink and i think if if ever there's a time it's now to say no thank you and go to your room right <laughs> you know uh, what you i know, mean I, I, yeah even if you're not sober you're just like man i'm tired of drinking all the time i feel like shit i'm just mm-hmm. gonna take a break tonight yeah you know, just like shit just sitting in the house drunk all the time i mean mm-hmm. i used to do it i can't imagine it now I can't imagine doing it in quarantine. Like you'd have to keep leaving to go get more booze. I guess unless you got the booze hookup where they bring it out to your car. I imagine that's around too. But yeah, the amount of people right now that are just getting loaded and then feeling sad and alone and loaded, man, I couldn't fuck with that anymore. I already feel sad about shit. I can't add loaded to it, you know. Mm-hmm. Damn, dude, you know. It's affected us all, dude. And then yeah, during the holidays, it's weird, man, because this is obviously a very different holiday. Mm-hmm. This is not going to be you know for i would hope for most people this isn't going to be a huge gathering around your family and everybody's getting loaded on you know you know what i think of it's, it's, i'm glad we're doing the holiday one though i, I found brain candy we mm-hmm. both mentioned it but i found it on the YouTube, movie like yeah. the whole movie Not, yeah you didn't find actual brain candy the movie no <laughs> no and and they're doing the um the happiest memories when it, when the the medication first works and it's that woman and her son yes. comes home for Christmas and he goes you got any eggnog ma and he like pours a <laughs> bunch of asshole. fucking whiskey into the eggnog yeah and I just was thinking about that Christmas and the kids are just like you got me this last year and then they throw a little present on top of the turkey and she's like my what could this be it's so small and the wife's like it's a harmonica and then walks out <laughs> and they gave this old lady a fucking harmonica like that movie never fails to make me mm-hmm. fucking laugh every time but that, I remember that. Just just that Christmas thing of the eggnog and the bourbon and <laughs> you know and the fucking Christmas lights and all that you know all of it I don't even drink straight eggnog anymore no. without booze in it because no. it's so fucking high in calories I'd get a little sip a little thimble full I'm like this is good I'd rather burn my calories on ham you know what I'm saying <laughs> yes I do tamales I, do. You know? I mean yeah. I, I don't I wouldn't fuck with eggnog or ham but um but uh I I, I yeah, I, well, Brain Candy's great, and I got to see it in the mm-hmm. theaters when it came out in 1996. I'm so jealous of you, and, man. I would have loved to have seen it. And and I'll tell you this. Um, I, my buddy Rick and I, when I lived in Ventura, California, mm-hmm. and um, I re- recently reconnected with Rick, and it's fucking awesome, and we all, we all worked at Blockbuster Video together, me and him and another guy named Tom. Mm-hmm. You may have met these people in some random... I think he, Rick came up once and yeah. partied with us. Yeah, in Eugene. And, yeah. Um, and so he had a VW bug and he had a white bug. And so we got in the white bug and we drove down to Los Angeles and we went to man's mm-hmm. Chinese theater and we got to see brain candy. Um, I don't know if it was opening night. I don't think so, but, um, but it was super awesome. And then I, so we went and saw the movie and it was totally hilarious. Although I think my expectations were much higher and I feel like I love it more now than I did. Yes. then. Oh yeah. It's one of those. Yeah. Um, but I remember he couldn't get the car to start. And we had to pop the clutch. I didn't know anything about cars. On a Volkswagen but like, bug? Yeah, oh yeah. Pop the clutch and you put it in that. second. And we had to have mm-hmm. this guy help us push it down this mm-hmm. hill to get it to start just to get the yeah. fuck home. Yeah, um, dude. So it was it was an awesome memory around that movie. 
Yeah. And um, no, that's all. That's all. About that, that whole show and their approach to alcoholism and drinking, because I started watching a bunch Dad, of his sketches on, on YouTube, oh, oh, is pretty oh, insane. Oh, oh. I think some of those guys had alcoholic fathers because there was the one with the alcoholic father ritual where the kid thirteen turned 13, the dad, Bruce McCullough, drives him out to a rock in the middle mm-hmm. of the forest. And he's like, you're going to, I did it when I was 13 and you're going to do it. You're going to watch your old man get drunk. And he drinks a whole fucking bottle of booze. And, and he was just like, I broke my hand punching a pineapple. Didn't even care. You know, like some of the lines that are so fucking funny. But then he gets so wasted, he throws the kids the key, the kid the keys. And he's like, get the fuck out of here. And the kid has to drive his little 13 year old ass home. Mm-hmm. But just there is like some drunk dad shit going. There was a mm-hmm. lot of alcoholism. There was another one I saw where Dave. Gets addicted to girly drinks and becomes oh, an alcoholic yes. off I of love girly that. drinks. Girl yeah, drink and this drunk. is this elaborate fucking you know ritual up, to get loaded every time. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he so he ends up like he's in the he's in the fucking storage closet with a blender because he can't just yeah. drink. It's not like drinking pints of vodka. He's like no. got to make umbrellas and fruity drinks and but it really does go into the lev- the ritual that we all mm-hmm. have. We you all know, have, or at least start with, you know, yeah. The extent to which we we get we get hooked on what we absolutely have to have and what makes the yeah. perfect drunk, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what's it gonna be? And I, you know, even in near the end for me, it was like I'm gonna get that bottle of vodka, and then I think you know what? I think I'm gonna try that different. There's like this raspberry wheat beer, and I think that would be fun to chase with the mm-hmm. vodka. And I I mm-hmm. would have these like little moments in like I would get excited before I even it was yeah. like this little thing like ooh i'm going to try something different and it's going to be fun mm-hmm. and then i would get it home pull it out of the black plastic bag that you know the only other place i ever got though this was at the fucking porno shop you know yeah. <laughs> at one box o'clock of in the morning drunk a box of whippets and dvd yeah yes exactly and a bottle oh. of tito's exactly that um and you know whatever but it it, it it just reminded me of that, and I would get home, and I would just get fucking drunk, and I would smoke cigarettes, and I would just sit on that couch and do nothing, and it wasn't anything special, and there was nothing special about that particular pear cider or that particular honey wheat beer, you know what I mean? But it was like mm-hmm. this little, I would get so excited. And we were like, like fucking alchemists, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we were trying to find, trying to find the perfect the perfect mixture to make that perfect gold, that perfect drunk that you had once. Mm-hmm. I had the perfect drunk like once, maybe twice. Yeah. And it never repeated. And yeah. and it never will. It yeah. never would and it never will. And I remember going to the liquor store and one of my roommates worked there at the liquor store. I was buying a bottle of bourbon and he's like, you come in here every day and you buy a fifth of bourbon. And I'm like, I know. And he's like, you're an alcoholic. And I'm like, I know. And he's like, why are you an alcoholic? And I like was like, dude, I, the only way I can think about explaining it to you is in the weirdest fucking metaphor ever. It's like this complex thing where my brain works where I'm like on the runner of a car, I'm like on the sideboard of a truck, and I jump off the truck into a manhole lid and I make it perfect that first time. And then every single time after that, I try to do the exact same trick and fuck myself up. I know I've said this metaphor before, but that's the only way I can think of it is like pulling this one in a thousand perfect trick and trying to do it every time and hitting my head on the street, hitting my shoulder on the corner of the manhole, fucking myself up every time, but getting up the next day and trying it again. I never, I never got it again. I got it twice. It was, fuck that. It was so elusive. I was this mm-hmm. damn alchemist. Well, and the thing, the difference is like, say you're trying to learn a skateboard trick, right? Right. You know, mm-hmm. and you just 
but you learn what not to do the next time. And right. so, mm-hmm. and, and the difference is as an alcoholic, my tolerance goes up. Like my body chemistry mm-hmm. is all different. Like it's fucking complicated, right. weird thing. The stakes rise each time. Yeah. But it, you're like why because i found that perfect that perfect moment but you don't Spot. learn anything right right mhm and it's like, yes I, dude you don't that's great that's pro you don't that's learn, profound you don't learn shit you don't you learn know. shit i don't i didn't mm-hmm. learn how to be a better drunk i just got nope. worse and worse and worse yeah and fucked your body up worse the entire time mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. yeah and I, you know even going back like why why was I an alcoholic? And so, you know, I've stemmed this to a lot of the shit that happened in my childhood. Um, and I think mm-hmm. it's probably coupled with something that's intrinsically in me as far as, you know, tasting mm-hmm. it um, and going like, ooh, yeah, that's that makes me that, that excited, that tingly, that anticipatory feel of that first drink where I'm fucking just elated and right i'm almost turned on you know sexually yeah yeah by yeah, <laughs> by yeah but then you yeah exactly <laughs> have you found anything to replace that and is it healthy to even try to replace that feeling you know i feel like sometimes that urge that that anticipatory thing is, is mm-hmm. unhealthy that's the addict right like yep. it, i would assume that's the addict part of my brain or me mm-hmm. me acting in my addictive way is that anticipatory elation and bliss in this Ooh, this edging, this edging, we're gonna, it's gonna happen, you know, like, and then there's no payoff, dude, you know, it's just, it's just a yeah. puff I think, and a fart, you know, it's not, I think that's sex, fart jokes, so far. orgasms, mm-hmm. I think sometimes can, but, same thing though, right, I mean, you can get it, you can get a, like, really addicted to that as well, I don't mm-hmm. know if that's the right word to use, but, um, sure, it, uh, yeah, yeah, What's the word I'm looking for? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, it was right there too. I had that feeling, but my brain trying to find the word. But I feel like that might be unhealthy as well. Like that thought process of anticipatory, that overwhelming anticipatory thing, trying to chase it. Because I asked you earlier, I was like, have you found anything that comes close? And I haven't, but also I know that that's like, to me, that's a negative thing to have that. Not, mm-hmm. I don't want to be it gray. I don't want to be gray cotton all the time i don't want to find this middle space i want to have highs and lows i want those things but to try to chase those things is what starts it off starts that for me starts that ball rolling again you know that's why i haven't really looked for it i guess running there were a couple mm-hmm. times i got a pretty good runners high yeah man and i, I mean, had a shit run the other day but go ahead yeah well i mean that's that that's gonna happen you're gonna have a shit yeah. day you're gonna have mm-hmm. a um you're gonna have shitty days and shitty nights, and your shoelaces is gonna break, and you're gonna um, Fucking you're not gonna get what you want, dude. and you're gonna lose your library card, and mm-hmm. you know what? I don't you know. Lose your library. You're like, damn! <laughs> I really wanted Count of Monte Cristo, son of a bitch. You dude, know? I got this Fitbit for Christmas, right? Like, I bought myself a Fitbit, the mm-hmm. Charge Four, right? Super excited. I, mm-hmm. Brent, it's just a nicer device, nicer tracking device, and it's got an internal GPS. So instead of relying on the phone's GPS to talk to the device. It talks to itself, but the internal GPS is, it was faulty. It was, mm-hmm. it was defective. So it wasn't tracking my entire run. So I was losing the love of the run and being more caught up in the fact that it was cutting out the first half mile of the run and even on the device itself. So I'd look down and go, okay, this is how much more I have left to go. And it was being short by a half a mile. And so <laughs> it all kind of culminated in one day. I, we, we had the worst fucking day ever about two days ago. Three days ago. Okay, right? so, so I want I want to hear about this. I want mm-hmm. I want everyone to listen 
because he just said he had the worst fucking day ever. Yeah, that it, is, it was so far. That is in the world. So I want to know what exactly, just so that we can get the perspective of what the worst day ever is. Go oh, jeez. Yeah, no pressure, right? So this Fitbit thing, I have a fucking right. utter meltdown because the Fitbit's not working. Mm-hmm. It's not tracking the run. It's pissing me off. I'm about to go on this run. I'm super excited to run, but I want to be accurate in tracking it because I like to look at the stats afterwards. Right. It convenience, right? So I'm telling Megan, let's trade out Fitbits because I gave her my old one. And I'm having like a mental meltdown at this point because I'm slowly throughout the day, I've throughout the morning, I've been like building up to this frustration. So I go out and I do the run and I'm mad the whole time. I'm furious because the Fitbit's not working. It keeps fucking, it's defective. It's not working. So the run is shot. I do the five miles, but I do it angry and I'm tense and tight. So everything hurts, you know, I come home. I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to return it. So I go through the process of returning it. And then I, I, my wife and I are talking and I'm like, Hey, I need a new, this is stupid. I need a new vape, right? I need a new device because the other one is, doesn't last as long. So if I have two, I can kind of flip out constantly, like flip them out, like, you know, Mm -hmm. rotate them. So we go and buy the device, come back. Device is faulty, defective, doesn't work. Plug it in, not working. So I have to drive all the way back down there in the pandemic, return it. I don't go inside though. They do curbside, right? So the guy brings it out. Curbside so, vape. <laughs> curbside vape pickup dog. That's my, that should be my new fucking t-shirt. But uh. so we flip this thing out. Everything there's just mild tension throughout the day, right? Because I'm these devices I'm having are all falling apart. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if I have some weird vibration conspirituality, static electricity fucking my shit up. You know, it's shorting mm-hmm. everything out. So fine. Whatever. I everything is fine. We've we've you know, the, Jerry, the giant fucking baby has been calmed. You know, my colic is gone. And so at the end of the night, my daughter is fucking with the dog. And he's like between the door and the wall. You know, like my wife had opened up the door. And so there was a crack in the wall. And he's in there fucking around. And she's poking at him with her foot. Oh, yeah. Because earlier we had uh-huh. bought all of a Happy Meal from McDonald's. I give her the Happy Meal in her room. She's so engrossed in her iPad just doesn't pay attention to the Happy Meal. Dog gets up on the dresser where I put the food, eats the entire fucking Happy Meal. Fuck that, right? Like, pfft, you weren't watching. You slept, right? So I'm pissed Let's at the dog. sleep on that Happy I'm like, Meal. I'm like, yo, you can't be eating our food. That's people food. You cannot have our food. You, you don't eat what we eat, right? So I'm already mad at him. So he's in the corner looking for an errant fry. My daughter's poking him with her foot, and he fucking bites her on the leg. Like, aggressively. Like, ah! Turns around, bites her, right? Doesn't break the skin. And just catches her with his teeth. There's no puncture, but he catches mm-hmm. her with his teeth enough to leave a pinch, like a bruise. Like he and he scratched her with his tooth, right? Yeah. And so I walk. I'm like, cause she's like crying. She's ten, so she doesn't scream when she cries. She's big fat tears, right? So I walk in, and I'm like, what the fuck just happened? And uh, make it, of course, recants the tale. The dog bit the kid, and I just start screaming at the fucking dog. Because I'm like, how dare you bite my fucking kid, you motherfucker. Like the protective part of me, right? I didn't hit the dog. I would never hit the dog. I love the dog. But I screamed out, what the fuck have you done? Screamed it in the entire house. Everybody's like, what the, f- what the hell's wrong with you, right? Megan puts him in his kennel for a minute and tries to calm us all down. And that was like the culmination of my day. I just like laid there in bed and my wife was like, listen, we've all had a hard fucking day. Olive will be fine. She was poking at the dog. Like, cause I was like, what do we do with the dog? Like, like it's tasted blood. We have to, (laughs) right. We got to put him down. Right. Yeah. Because I don't want this dog to be biting my kid. Like I love my kid more than the dog. I love the dog, but you bite my kid. I'm going to put you on the fucking moon. You know what I mean? It was weird day, man. So that was the worst day ever. 
That being said, was not the worst day ever of my life. That's, that was that just was the, the worst only day point. ever of this month, you know? Yes. So, I mean, I think that, yeah. That was a long story. I'm, no, but, you know. no. I, I only wanted to, to, to kind of, you know, play it up because it's probably not that bad in the grand scheme of things, right? Did like, I piss my bed? No. Did no. I wake up outside with one sock on and no pants? No. Did no. I fucking cry myself to sleep in my backyard in a blackout? No. Did I think about suicide? No. No. I didn't think about killing myself once. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't end up in the hospital with alcohol poisoning. I didn't break my hand. I didn't break my leg. And these yeah. are these are certainly low bars, but they are such Those, a huge that some of that shit is most of that shit has happened to me though. Yeah. Right, I was gonna say in in you know active alcoholism, like these seem to normal people they seem like low bars, mm-hmm. right? Like I didn't think about right. suicide today. You're like, oh my god, what a fucking relief! I didn't think that about suicide today. Was my fucking companion during active right. alcoholism was suicide. Suicidal ideation was my companion. Right. Yeah. So Whew. I think that that's like what a what a goddamn what a blessing that day was. Right, exactly. Because the worst part was I screamed at the dog and thought about throwing a hundred dollar Fitbit in the river, and I didn't throw the Fitbit in the river. You know, I think like, are you going to be living near a river in Arizona, or will you just no be throwing in things? In I was going to say, there's like the throwing Rio it at Grand? a snake. Yeah. yeah, no, there's no real grand. There's the Santa Cruz River, which runs during monsoon, but due to climate change, we don't really have a lot of monsoon, or they don't have a lot of monsoon down there as much as they used to. So you'll just Thanks. be angrily throwing things into the desert? <laughs> into that... the sand, yeah, at a snake, throwing it at a javelina. <laughs> Take this fucking Fitbit Charge 4. I was mad. I wanted to write them a review and be like, screw you. I like your products, but this one was hot garbage. It was defective. Can't find any, any help on the internet. But I just returned it. Right. And then that was it. You know, a guy from UPS came and I put a box on the, you know, on the porch and he came and picked it up. So that was my worst day ever this month. Not in my life. Not in my life. And I, I know earlier I told you, and I don't mean to take up all the time on this, but, you know, earlier I had told you, yo, dude, this fucking pandemic sucks. This lockdown sucks, but it's not as bad as my worst day drinking, right? Mm-hmm. Or not as bad as my rock bottom in 2014. And I had doubted that after I said it. I was like, I don't know. This has sucked pretty bad. You've been pretty depressed a few times and had a you know a couple blowouts, but no. No, dude. Not. No. It's not. No. Um, Still not. I'm just, I, I, I mean, I love the... We'll uh, test it tomorrow. <laughs> I do. I always enjoy your, um, your storytelling ability when you're Jesus. like... <laughs> I just it's me and be, especially when you're angry about something because you tend yeah. to um you tend to hyperbolize things to you're like yes very and then much. I went in and my wife recanted the tale and I'm like she right. recanted the tale of the happy meal the, no, hound, the happy meal and the happy meal right. and the fucking yeah. bite on the yeah. foot and like yeah. Uh, so so yeah so, yeah a, of course yeah. but we all live with these little dramas right these right, things that are right. so huge in our own lives and of course it's important and it was happening and you have to deal with the dog and your kid and your wife and well, yeah happy, dude yeah when a 10 year old mm-hmm. loses a happy meal to a hungry dog like that's a sad fucking angry moment but, she was not even mad she was like oh well that's the breaks. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean that's the breaks? I'm, I bought you, you that happy want, meal. You Yeah, if you don't want it, I would have eaten the shit. What do you mean that's the breaks? You know, but I was more mad than well. she was because I was like, you don't eat at mom and dad. You don't eat. I tell the dog all the time. This is father's food. I like straight up will tell that to the dog because he'll try to get up and eat my shit. And I'll be like, you don't eat father's food, you know. Because I'm Jesus. father. <laughs> it's so weird, man. Uh, yeah. You don't eat this father's food. This abiding that made me was the fucking shit cherry on top. And even Olive crying, I'm like, I looked at her and I'm like, 
I'm sorry. I know today's been a shitty day. Like even to a 10 year old, I was like, it has been a shitty day and I'm sorry. And she's like, it has been bad. And I'm like, I know. Like, let's just all go to bed, wake up tomorrow, clean slate it. We'll do it all over again. We don't got to do today again. Yeah, we don't, we don't have to do today again. That's for sure. No. Um, so you talked about the Fitbit with, not clock. What's that? Put that on a t-shirt along with the curbside <laughs> vape delivery. Yeah. I'm going to, you know, once you get settled again, we're going to start the A's for alcoholic Teespring page. And it's just going to be lettering yeah. of saying random shit like that, I think. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, no, the thing I wanted to say about the um, the Fitbit And I used to, I don't have a Fitbit, but I would mark my miles on my phone. And there Mm -hmm. was a period where, and this is just to to go into my own obsessive, compulsive brain and addict and whatnot. Yes, dude. Is that the the thing died, like Mm -hmm. the app died. So I like wrote Mm -hmm. the company, like I was like, hey, I'm trying to map my shit. And like, is it my phone? And they never got back to me, obviously, because it's a fucking app, right? And they're they're probably fielding, you know, tens of thousands of emails every single day. Right. Um. So at one point, it didn't give me what I needed. So once I finished the run, I got home, I got in my car, I opened up the app, and I started it, and I drove the route so that I could know exactly how many, how long I had gone, so that I could mm-hmm. reconfigure how many miles I had gone, and right. like because I was going to be damned if I wasn't going to know that day how many miles. Right, and I was like. And now I look back on that and I'm like, that's a bit much, John. Like, right. Dude, that's great though. That's, but that is really clarifying though, because in the sense you said what your obsessive compulsive brain works as, and you didn't get what you wanted. And those are my same problems was that the obsessive compulsive part of me needs to know that if I'm going to do a five mile run, because I run the same route, I Mm -hmm. run the same route and I do it like four or five Mm -hmm. different ways. So I I can, I can tell you what five miles is on this route. I just know it because I've done it. But I need to know like where my heart rate is, you know, what my pace was, you know, all this shit because of the obsessive compulsive part of me wants satisfaction and I did not have the satisfaction and it like ruined a perfectly good run. Perfectly good run was ruined by me obsessively checking this device mm-hmm. when I could have just left well enough alone. But the obsessive compulsive part of my brain keeps picking at it. Like you're not going to know whether or not you were in your fitness zones, Jerry. You need to know <laughs> whether or not you were in your fitness zone, you know, were you, your lactic threshold. Um, yeah, exactly. And like, who fucking cares? Just go run, dude. You know, your heart rate's going to get slower. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, things are positive. Things are going to happen if you keep good form and don't hurt yourself. So just go and run the fight. You know, the five miles, you already know what five miles looks like, Jerry. Right. Yeah. So I've kind of, I've kind of loosened a little bit on those kinds of, I've loosened on a lot of things and it's, you know, mm-hmm. it's apparent because Obviously, I've gained weight since. I can't May. see it in your face I, at all. Well, I, I know and I that appreciate used, that. I, I'm not even complimenting you. Like, I can't see it. So, I don't know. I also haven't shaved in months. Too. Yeah, you also have a giant beard. Yeah. I've you just never... got this Orson Welles in that wine commercial vibe going on. We're served no wine before some fucking Orson Welles. Corbell. Corbell. Or, no, it was, um, mm, it was, um, it started with an M. It was like, uh, mom, uh, Paul Moscato. Masson. It was Paul oh, Masson. It was. And he's Paul fucking Masson. doing this. And 
the outtakes on that are, I mean, I, I don't, maybe I've I shouldn't it. be laughing, Sorry, but like, it's fucking But hilarious. it was kind of funny though. Mm-hmm. Only, I can only laugh because I can relate. How about that? I'm not laughing at him because he's drunk no. and I'm not. I'm laughing at him because I've been that fucking drunk in clutch mm-hmm. moments as well. He's just, um, there was a, yeah, uh, that's what you got going on right now. <laughs> so, drunk fucking Orson Welles. Really. Orson Welles. I'm like, you don't look like you've gained weight, Orson Welles. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I don't um, see it though, but I mean, I appreciate you know. that. It's just, I feel it, right? And, like, mm-hmm. the thing is... Yeah, is, you know you know what's up with yourself. Yeah, And that's fine. And the thing, the realization mm-hmm. I came to was, one, I know how to fix it. And what a relief Yeah, you is, do. Mm-hmm. You know? And two, like, I'm starting to know my body better in that it doesn't, like, just... It doesn't collect in one place. Like, it comes... Mm-hmm. Like, I've collected some of my chest, in my stomach, in my thighs, in my, you know, in my gullet here. And, like, so, all these things, it's just, I'm... I, I'm actually learning something about myself. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, so you know what to do, so just go do it. Now, the whole mm-hmm. eating component is another thing, and I've been reading a little bit about, um, like, intuitive eating um, just because I feel like the, the calorie counting was a little mm-hmm. compulsive Somebody to me. Somebody was talking about that. Was that you or was I reading about it on Reddit? Mm-hmm. Anyway, explain intuitive eating, though. Is it complex? I don't think it's complex. I think, so for me, it ha- <laughs> there has to be a little bit of, of common sense it's not mm-hmm. just eat all you want but actually going like oh man like when i learned like that binge how terrible it made me feel and mm-hmm. then going i don't want to do that again and then remembering when those feelings of wanting to binge that certain thing at that certain time show up mm-hmm. i can be like yeah but it made me feel really bad so maybe don't do it and i'm not right. saying i've learned it all right away but like there have been mm-hmm. moments where now i'm like oh, so I needed to curb my portion control or, oh, if I just have this. And basically it's like, have whatever you want, Mm -hmm. but really be focused on how it makes you feel. Right, right, right. So So abstinence is not, especially with food, abstinence obviously is the answer. It's not going to work. But it's definitely moderate. You have to learn moderation. Son of a bitch, an alcoholic learning moderation. So that's what I'm working on. You know, like I have some of this, uh, there was this, super low calorie like ice cream right and i was like mm-hmm. oh i could feel i could fuck with some ice cream like and i found it at the little market that i, I go to and it's only like 400 calories a pint and i was like oh this is great and i'm like it's got dairy in it and i'm trying not to eat that shit but mm-hmm. whatever um and i was like okay and there's still a half a pint in the freezer jerry that never happened Doing good yeah usually you just buy two pints and eat two of them because you're like 400 calories fuck i crushed both these motherfuckers Whereas I'm like 400 calories, I'll eat half of it, you know, but that's, that's also what our I did. approaches are very different towards those. And that's what I did. Things, and right? so, mm-hmm. and so the same thing with like running is, is I would say, I would suggest you go out without the Fitbit one of these days and you know, the five miles and you know what your heart rate. And so like, if you really, mm-hmm. if I'm not saying you have to do it right away, but I mean, I know you got hey, a lot I'll on do your it plate. In Tucson though. I know there's a trail. My sister, anyway, this mm-hmm. is all, but yeah, I'll probably learn the five miles mm-hmm. in Tucson and do it there. I want to do my last run here with the Fitbit. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll do it without, maybe I'll do my last run here without the Fitbit. Mm-hmm. Maybe say goodbye, you know, in whatever fashion feels but, right. And but... I'll take my shoes off too, right, Sean? Just run barefoot on the concrete. Not well. You want to do it on some dewy grass. It's not. It's I need not to. Bad. I've been, I watched these kids all summer run. I'd run by this field by the junior high, and it's this huge field. It's mm-hmm. like as long as a football field. And these young kids were always running it with no shoes. They were like U of O runners or something. And I always mm-hmm. wondered what was up with that. I should have done it. Now I have no opportunity because I'm going to be in Arizona. In Arizona, there's not much dewy grass. 
much. Not much. Not, not you'll any. find the, you, you'll I'll find just be in a graveyard just in a cemetery running mm-hmm. with no shoes. Just why not? Uh, that man um, died in 1885. But yeah, so <laughs> you know what, though? I want to circle back to yep. the moderation thing is like I, I, I want to make it clear to people listening, too, is that you can moderate with food because you have to. You know, you need food to live. But I, I honestly, in my opinion, I cannot moderate with alcohol. I, and I don't need alcohol to live. So I just mm-hmm. want to make that clear. I know when I bring about moderation, I bring it up. I like, have to just come kind of come back and circle back and be like, in my opinion, for me personally – Drinking in moderation was not an option. I had tried it and failed it spectacularly. Yes. And, or, you know, like you said at the top of the hour, uh, it's the binary. It's the only binary thing in your life. It's the only one I can do. I'm either drinking or not drinking. That's my only other binary, you know, that I can think of. You know, I'm, I'm either in a state of not being impaired or I am impaired even. Because, like, I never fucked with pills. I never fucked with drugs really too much. I mean, I had a little stint with pills when I had to go sober from alcohol because of Mm -hmm. an injury. But, no, man, I'm either drinking or not. It's the only binary I can think of. That was caused by alcoholic behavior. (laughs) The injury. (laughs) Ah, I got so drunk I broke my leg, right? Way to go. Um, So... So again, about the, the the perils of this time and the the, the problems that mm-hmm. come up, and you know, I think it's important too. And I've learned this over my period about working in a restaurant and being around food and people who are cooking and other people who are cooking other foods. And I'm not in control of all the cooking. Like, always ask what's in the fucking dish. Yeah, it's not hard. Always ask what's in the eggnog. Like, mm-hmm. if you really don't want to drink tonight. And somebody's making eggnog in your house, or you're at a function. Like, I'm not gonna. I don't give a shit. Like, I don't, I'm not judging anybody. Not, like, just if you don't want to drink, and you're not sure what's in the drink, mm-hmm. ask. Ask. Hey, is I am gonna judge you for going to a function. Don't go to a function. Don't ding dong. <laughs> you got every fucking excuse in the world to not go now. If you're like, right? oh, I can't go to my real estate work party because they're all gonna be drinking. What am I gonna say? Say I don't want Corona. Sorry. Later. There you go. Your fucking doorbell. Don't go anywhere. Other than that, if you're at home in your little bubble and dad's making eggnog, and what do you even put in eggnog? Rum? Uh, you Rum, whiskey, brandy. Yeah, be like, I ain't drinking that. You can lie. Well, I guess you can't lie to your own family because they know you. But you can lie to strangers. You can be like, hey, is there booze in this? Yeah. Why? You don't drink booze? I'm like, no. It, I, there's just this, it just, you know, I get anaphylaxis when I drink booze. Like, flat out lie. Be like, I'll die. If I drink this booze, like you'll have to EpiPen me in the throat, specifically in my throat. It'll be gross. And I'll vomit everywhere. I'm going to need you to do the Pulp Fiction on me if I if I drink yeah, this. if so. I drink this. I'm so allergic to any type of alcohol that I flat out will just fucking die mm-hmm. right here. So you got to let me know. You just lie. Fuck it. You If, if you listen to this podcast because you're an alcoholic, you've already lied about a bunch of other shit. That's what I think. <laughs> I mean, maybe not, but... Probably. I lied about probably. a ton of shit. Yeah, You've probably. probably lied about something. Not to, I've lied about everything. Yes. Oh my God, I yes. told whole fucking goddamn myths, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially when I was a young person, you know? Yes. Um, so so, mm-hmm. so I just, I, I think that this is going to be a really different and difficult Christmas. I mean, I know that right. by the time you, by the time you're listening to this, Jerry will be on his way to Arizona, and I don't know when the next podcast yeah. will come out or how we'll figure it out, but... You know, we'll uh, Christmas is going to be fucking weird this year for a lot of people. and It will be. Um, I think also, not just, say, the, um, the setting the boundary with other people, but really, if you're by yourself, 
it's easy to have no boundaries. It's easy to have no accountability. It's easy yeah, dude, to do absolutely. nothing. So I mm-hmm. think too, if you're like, Hey man, I don't really want to drink this year. Like, and we've said this before and you'll read it in all kinds of places, but it really makes a lot of sense to find somebody else who doesn't want to do it either. Right. And, you know, say what you will about these, um, these social media, um, challenges and sober October and dry January mm-hmm. and fucking, you know, right. <clears throat> whatever else. But like, if there's some level of accountability and maybe you just don't want to drink for that weekend or that day, that's fine, yeah. man. Like, you know, yeah, there's something yeah. to be said that these, maybe these challenges don't lead to, um, long-term, long-term. success. Mm-hmm. But fuck it. Okay, maybe you don't want long-term success. Maybe you're just maybe looking you just to get through taste the holidays. Right. So, I mean, right. finding maybe. somebody who is accountable. And, you know, uh, Jerry and I have always said this. If you want to reach out to either of us, um, uh, you are – please, I, I do my best to respond as soon as I can. I know Jerry does too. Um, I try, so, yeah. So if you're like, hey, man, it's fucking Christmas. I don't want to drink. Well, I'm not drinking either. And like, well, okay, well, what are you going to do instead? I don't fucking know. Get some construction paper and make a, I don't know. I, I'm right. just saying. Order a fucking pizza or something. Order. Do something. Do anything. Play cyberpunk. Play. I oh, want to yeah. play cyberpunk so bad, <laughs> but I'm going to wait. But you know what I mean? Do anything. Masturbate 12 times if you have to. Hurt yourself with that. You know, anything. <laughs> Any hurt yourself. Hurt yourself with it. Yeah. <laughs> Hit us up, don't, but don't hit us up when you're masturbating. That's gross. I don't. But, um, I'm not interested. I also want to say, you know, I wanted to. I know we don't have a, a double back to the sober October thing. I used to not. Li- I used to have like I an know. issue with it, and then I've been thinking about it lately. And I believe you're absolutely right. And I think I've said that before. That like, if it leads to something, it's great. If you get just a taste, a little Lindor's truffle of sobriety, you know, like that's great. I I cannot be the gatekeeper of sobriety. I tried it. I'm not good at it. I can't be like you. I'm for real sober because I'm not for real sober. I'm just Jerry. I'm just mm-hmm. living one day at a time, homie. And if your one day at a time lasts the whole month of November, well, then cool. Maybe it'll lead to something better. Or, I don't know. Maybe it won't. And, you know, that's all up to you. But don't – you don't have to drink. That I know we always say that, but you don't have to drink. You don't have mm-hmm. to. So that's I think – being serious. That's my Dr. Drew voice. I think, too um, – if you're feeling isolated and alone, which I think is mm-hmm. probably more going to happen trigger. this year. Mm-hmm. Um, great trigger for drinking. <clears throat> I would I would only suggest and encourage that if you have a moment where you're like, hey, I should really reach out and call that friend or that family member. Just fucking do mm-hmm. it right then and there. And honestly, I bet, you know, your mom would rather hear from you at three o'clock in the morning than for you to be blackout drunk for the next right. week. You know, dude, call call your one AA friend. You know, you got one. You got one AA acquaintance. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, if you call that one AA acquaintance and be like, "I'm thinking about drinking. I don't want to drink," they'll most likely be fucking stoked. Right. Like your one recovery. They don't even have to be an NA. NA. Mm-hmm. Just your one recovery acquaintance. You've got one. Mm-hmm. Call them and be like, "I don't want to drink this year," or "I'm thinking about drinking now and I'm trying really hard not to." They'll be pretty fucking stoked to talk to you. They'll be like, mm-hmm. "Yeah," most of the time. Also. If they're not, hit me up. I'm at Jerry Wagner Jr. on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Send me a message. I'll talk to you. I'll be like, yo, I'm not drinking. Yeah. And I'm fucking traveling home. I'm moving during a pandemic. I also want to clear that up before we go too. I am moving <laughs> yes. into a house in pandemic 
with the entire house has already had coronavirus. Everybody's already had it, so they have that short-term immunity going on. So mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not spreading COVID to anyone, and in, in all likelihood, no one will spread COVID to me in that household. That's it. I just want to make sure that I'm over here calling people ding dongs, and I'm like, "Yo, fucking moving," you know? That's stupid. right. But well, yeah, I mean, this is I'm, you're moving out of necessity. This is not a. This I'm is also not a vacation. This is yeah. yeah. To a, I'm helping out. Yeah, My, everybody has. You're you know, traveling. The people who have had COVID in our lives have lasting effects from it, and we're helping them, and we're helping ourselves. And there's a bunch of other reasons too, but. Traveling pants. That being yes. said, yeah, we're traveling pants. Is that what you said? I don't know. Is it the sisterhood of the traveling pants? Yeah, yeah, we're traveling our pants. <laughs> we're the sisterhood of traveling pants. Um, I'm helping you. You're helping me. How do those one pair of pants fit those five different girls? They all had different body types. Doesn't make sense. I mean, you know, jeans kind of loosen up after you wear them a couple times, so it's like not fresh out yeah, of the dryer. Yeah, but your jeans wouldn't fit me though. My jeans wouldn't no, fit you. Probably not. No, they certainly wouldn't. No. Um. I don't know, man. Well, that's why we wouldn't be in that sisterhood. <laughs> yeah, the, we'd be the bro, the bro, brohood of traveling um, car hearts. You know, another thing: uh, yeah. Zoom meetings are fucking worldwide, international. Yeah, now. they're dude, happening you, all the time. All the time, yeah. So hit up a Zoom meeting in the middle of the night. Uh, listen to some speaker meetings on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you want, you can go back through our catalog. I don't know. Um, I mean, it's all. Some of it's topical, a lot of it's not, you know, yeah. whatever. I was going to say, listen to a podcast, reach mm-hmm. out. listen. If you can't reach out, listen to a podcast. Listen, you don't have to listen to us, but we'd like you to listen to us, but you don't have to, though. You can listen to anybody. Anybody. Do speaker meetings, Zoom meetings. There's always, there's someone out there. There's always someone out there cheering for you and who has your back. There is. You may think there's not, but there is. Believe me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do push-ups. That's what I would suggest. Do push-ups. That's what John's been doing. Dips outside. I'm fucking. <laughs> Where's that? I got a video. I was doing some John's dips on a John's fucking TikTok is a, your TikTok is a mess, dude. <laughs> I just don't even know. Like, I don't know if it's, it seems, I know it's self-aware. Like, I know you know what you're doing, but it seems like you're this not Chaotic. aware dude in his 40s just being like, here's some dad jokes, and now here's me working out in the street. But I get the joke. Like, I'm like, I know what he's doing. Like, it's it's performance art, Jerry. Yes. But then there's some 14-year-old who's like, this is Paul Bunyan-looking motherfucker doing dips in front of a fucking checks cash place. <laughs> It's interesting that you say that. You know I'm self-aware, but it, it appears as if it's chaotic, which... Yes. Um, I mean, which, my, I haven't done a TikTok in so long. Mine was just to promote t-shirts. Yours is right. like, what did the what did the handkerchief say to the fucking little boogie or some shit? And you're like, yeah. get it? All you do is a womp womp sound in the background. I'm like, what the fuck is John doing? It's the, the joke is, how do, you, how do you get a Kleenex to dance? You put a little... Do you do it? Put a little boogie then, in it. And then you go, you do this like smirk, like this, right? Like, like it's terrible. Well, yeah, because I kind of, I can't like pretend like it's actually funny. Like that's what makes, that's what sells the bit is that I'm disgusted with myself by how bad it's the funny. Is. It's not, but bad, it's also right? like funny because I know you because I'm right. like, what is he doing? But so I did just put this one TikTok up that got like fifteen thousand views, like sixty. No way, 000. really? That's great. It dude. was well, it has nothing to do with me. It was this dude. Oh. <laughs> I know, right? It, well, it was not. It wasn't I thought me maybe your original out. content was getting love. No, I uh, I did a little stitch with um, Adam Ragusea. He's a he's a uh, YouTube cooking guy, 
and he was talking yeah. about the difference between apple juice and apple cider and then i stitched mm-hmm. it with uh ned flanders going if it's clear and yellow you got juice there fella if it's tangy and brown <laughs> you're insider town and it fucking blew up i mean for me it's got like 15 16,000 views now that's great though people are I like know. sending me like it's just <laughs> but it just that's you hilarious know. so yeah my tiktok's a mess but it's just mostly it's like it's fun so here's another thing that you're i would having suggest a good time. So if you want a drink, go watch John's TikTok. Well, or make your own. <laughs> yes, you can find Sonic John 000. That's where everything is. But uh, mm-hmm. if you want, you're welcome to. But yes, it is It is a bit of a mess. There's like weird, fucked up like poetry that I've put in the middle of it. Like scraps of poems I'll find. And I'm but like, it's your social media. It's not like you're trying to sell anything. You're just being John. Yeah. That's why I love it. I mean, I'm not, it wasn't, obviously, you know, it's not a criticism. It's more mm-hmm. of an observation. I'm like, what a mess, but it's a hilarious mess. I understand. Know? I'm well aware. And it's just you just expressing yourself in a new, right. we're allowed to use it. We're like Gen X TikTok. I'm just going way offline here, but have you been on Gen X TikTok? It's fucking I've hilarious. Seen, yeah. I've, there's, there's Generation some... X TikTok is pretty funny because some of us in our generation are dummies and some of us are really funny mm-hmm. um just like any generation but i just think that you should do something you should you can i suggest i strongly suggest that you do something stupid and silly and creative instead of drinking and whether yeah. that's like dancing to a tiktok thing who the fuck cares because honestly nobody's watching my shit look at it. <laughs> so Nobody it doesn't is. matter mine that's, either maybe that's i will I do got that renegade 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 but you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so it's like Mm -hmm. that's when i got over it and i've heard people say like yeah i don't know man i just kind of lurk on there i don't really have anything i don't want to put anything and then i'm just like well instead of drinking do something stupid and silly right do something do something that you're like you know i think in my in my drinking days i was always so cynical and like judgmental and like oh yeah of course we were you know about like guys in the back of the classroom yeah you know oh that's that's stupid What's your deal? You know, um, mm-hmm. like, and now I'm just like, I don't fucking care. You saw that I the video I fucking I found a swing, Jerry, and I was like, I'm gonna just swing here for a minute, and I, I just like I just roll, I just I was just out there swinging, and I was like, I'm gonna make a TikTok of me swinging, and Cut whatever. To you getting arrested, being, <laughs> being on a playground. There was nobody there. I literally was the only one. There was like no, no one I, around. Hey man, I but, know it uh, sounds corny and I know it sounds new agey, but the world is full of fucking wonder. It's still there. It really is. Lots of bit. wild shit's happening. So that would be my strongest suggestion is to do something silly and um, just enjoy yourself and not feel the need to drink this Christmas because it's going to be shoved down our throats literally and figuratively. Mm-hmm. On. Yeah. Um, I'm already seeing lots and lots of advertisement. I can't get away from it. Um, Fucking Hangar One Vodka and Oyster Bay. It's funny. So Oyster Bay Sauvignon Blanc keeps popping up. And I don't on know. What? On what? Just on social? Instagram and on uh, Facebook for me. I'm not getting any booze stuff well, on Instagram. Well, I, I don't ahead. know. But here's the thing. Like, I don't know why. But also, it's funny that that was, I have very specific drunk memories from that particular wine because it was on sale mm-hmm. at the grocery Oyster store. Bay. Yeah. Mm-hmm by my house and so i don't like get triggered but it brings up these really kind of i guess bad memories where i would go and buy two bottles of it because it was like nine bucks a piece and i couldn't wait to get home and like pour myself a big pint of fucking white wine yeah dude a pint glass of white wine yeah it's because there was a microchip in the wine dude you think they're tracking you (laughs) so you better write it on your phone that they're tracking you that also has a microchip in it 
Uh, uh-huh. I'll put it in my notes app. Um, but yeah, man. So that's you know. So mm-hmm. anyhow, that aside, find something that you enjoy doing that's silly yeah. and stupid and or whatever, whatever it is. Maybe it's not. Maybe go for a walk. But in those moments of God, I really need a fucking drink. Ah, remember that it's not the drink that we need as alcoholics it's the relief and mm-hmm. it can and it does exist in other things it absolutely does absolutely we're a living testament praise <laughs> jesus so merry yeah. christmas jerry merry christmas man hopefully we'll be doing one in the next two weeks as soon as i will we'll talk about this off the pod but yeah, yeah. and merry we'll christmas to everyone again yes yeah merry so, christmas to everybody and Yo, man, everybody stay safe and healthy. Take care of yourself and ask about the eggnog. (laughs) Ask what's in the eggnog. Give it a sniff. Don't eat them vodka blueberries, dude. Don't feed them to the dog. No. (laughs) All right, Jerry. Thanks again for listening. Our music, as always, is by Neglect. You can find more of his stuff at neglect.bandcamp.com. And you can find us on all social media platforms that matter. Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can reach us at aisforalcoholic at gmail.com. Talk to you later. Yeah.